Hello, everyone. I wanted to welcome you back to another episode of the Polished Perspective podcast. I am your host, Natasha Tupper, number one international best-selling author and founder of the Polished Institute. With me today, we have Karen Brown Tyson. Welcome, Karen. Hey, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Sure thing. So audience, I just wanted to share a little bit about uh, Karen before we get started. Karen Brown Tyson is the CEO and founder of Constant Communicators, a freelance public relations and content writing business. Karen is an accredited member of the Public Relations Society of America with 28 years of experience in public relations and corporate communications. She is a certified Six Sigma Green Belt and a community college instructor. Karen earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in English from West Virginia University and a Master of Arts degree in English from National University. She has a Master of Arts degree in Christian Ministry and graduate certificates in Christian Leadership and Biblical Studies from Liberty University. Um, as a writer and a Bible teacher, she has developed several Christian ministry tools and training materials for her local church. Let me just stop right there. It is so good <laughs> when we can use everything that we have learned and everything that we have gained and take them back home, take them back to church, take them home, take them to our jobs or wherever um, they may be. So kudos for that. I love God it. Be the glory. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, in addition, Karen has led workshops for McKeeman Communications Advanced Learning Institute, and McDonald's. She is an award-winning author of A Time to Refresh, a 21-day devotional to renew your mind after being laid off, fired, and sidelined, and A Time to Reset, a 21-day devotional to renew your mind after being sidelined, disappointed, and not off course. Listen, how many times <laughs> have we been sidelined, disappointed, <laughs> and knocked off course? Oh my God. And so these are just um, absolute great reads. And I love the fact that they are 21 day uh, devotionals. Do I have that right? It takes 21 days for something <laughs> to become a habit. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm sure that if you get that and you read it and really apply it um, those 21 days, my God, I think that your life will be changed. So again, welcome, Karen. We're so glad to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes, yes. So let me um, ask you a question. In business, what is uh, the best resource that has helped you along the way? Oh, the best resource. Um, well, definitely mentorships in terms of working with other people, um, learning um, how to you know, do certain things in business. Now, I, I also have to say a caveat to that um, obviously has been my faith has been a great tool for me because as you said earlier, we do go through ups and downs. We have challenges. Uh, sometimes there's obstacles. 
And my faith has been um, really a resource for me to be able to understand um, a little bit better about God's direction um, and how I'm gonna get through the situation. So I would say that those are, are tools that I, I like to use in terms of mentorship, but also I do rely a lot on my faith. Yes. Okay. I love that. And speaking of faith and uh, being a believer, being a woman of faith and being a, a businesswoman, you know, an author like yourself and a founder um, of the Polished Institute, what will you say to women, believers, faith-filled women who are also in, let's say, maybe the corporate world or who are launching out to be entrepreneurs and coaches and things of that sort, how would you encourage them to bring their faith along with them, to not sit it aside, to not leave it out, but to um, actually find ways to incorporate it into your business and let it be the driving force? Um, I would definitely say, um, don't try to put your faith on the back burner. Um, you don't have to go around all day long, you know, talking about the Lord, but you, you have been saved, you have been redeemed, you do have a relationship with Christ. And so you have to incorporate that in your day, in your conversations, in, in how you actually act. We are representing heaven. We are ambassadors from heaven. And so I think that it's important for us to bring that integrity and character um, to every situation that we're working in. Even when you know we're, we're working with different people, um, they may not know our skills, um, but we have to have um, faith and confidence in ourselves and be able to help people understand that we're there to help and that we're there to um, bring some value to their business. So I would definitely say um, in all the years that I've worked, you know, I've never tried to pretend um, that faith wasn't important. I didn't try to, you know, sort of push it in the back burner of my life. I always made sure that um, it was right there because it's, it's there to actually help me to, to make it through. And I would just encourage women to just hold on to that and don't feel like you have to, you know, don't be embarrassed. Don't feel like you have to push it to the side. Yes. Yes. That is absolutely fabulous, fabulous, fabulous advice. Um, I, you know, it's so important um, that we know that Christ is an asset, that mm -hmm. our faith is an asset, that our favor is an asset, you know, mm -hmm. and so um, we don't want to hide them. We don't want to bury it. We don't want to tuck it away. I remember um, I'm, I'm, I retired early. I've been retired for about uh, five years now. <clears throat> Congratulations. That's awesome. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I can remember at my last job, I was an um, assistant city council committee clerk, and mm -hmm. uh, we would clerk the city council meetings for the city of Detroit. And uh, we were all business, you know, because everything that had to be done in the city, of course, it needed city council um, approval. 
But there were days, you know, when things would go on in some of my coworkers' personal lives and private lives, and even just maybe being overwhelmed at work. And I can remember sometimes we would go into the stock room that had, you know, just all of the supplies. And, you know, everyone knew what was going on. We would, there would be two of us, we would link up, you know, you'd see one person go in and then two minutes later, you know trying to be inconspicuous. You'll see another yeah. go in and close the door and we would just touch and agree in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, we would yeah. come out stronger and, yes. you know, ready to face whatever it was, whether it was yes. a 10 hour long meeting or what was awaiting <laughs> us at home, you know, just whatever the case may be. And so I it is good that. to be able to activate mm-hmm. your faith, no matter where you work, no matter what it is that you do um, professionally. And so thank you yeah. for that advice. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, and I I would just add one thing to that, Natasha, that is so awesome, you know, that you shared that, um, because I can remember, I used to travel a lot, I had a Mm. lot of international travel, and I went on a trip to Canada with all of my colleagues, and they, I didn't know this, but I, we arrived in a room, and they had set up a, um, a wine tasting, Mm -hmm. and they had all of these glasses set up where you were going to taste all these different wines. So I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, what, you know, what would you like for me to do? And I moved to the end of the counter and I um, told the bartender um, that I wasn't going to be tasting the wine and that he could take my glasses away. Mm -hmm. And all of my coworkers, you know, they were looking at me like, what is she doing? And this guy that I, I had never met, he was from Ireland. And Mm -hmm. he was on the trip. He came and he stood next to me and he said, you can take my glasses away too. Wow. And so his glasses went and then he whispered to me and said, why don't you drink? And I explained to him, you know, about um, my life and and my faith and, and how I've never, you know, drank alcohol. And then he shared with me that he used to have a drinking problem and that his brother was a pastor in Ireland and that he had been ministering to him about, you know, not drinking and giving it up. So we spent the night, you know, just talking to each other. And I was just sharing with him my journey and my faith. And he was saying to me, I'm so glad you're here because when I saw the wine glasses, I didn't know what I was going to do. And so it's just, you know, a way for us, as you've said, we just have to step to the side sometimes and we yes. just have to allow God's spirit to move and actually, you know, get us to do what he would like for us to do with all eyes watching us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing that. What a wonderful testimony of your life being a witness when you weren't even trying. You know, you're like, I'm just gonna, I know what's right to do. I don't drink alcohol. So I'm going to ease on over here and I'm going to do what I know to do. And just in that uh, faith moment of not trying to fit in, not trying to do what everyone else is doing, but sticking to your guns and, Mm -hmm. you know, just not participating in that way. Look at the difference that you made, you know, in his life. And, and, And I'm sure that that's 
strengthened him and encouraged him because can you imagine how that night and the rest of his life could have went if he were to actually partake, you know? Yes, exactly. I, I gave God the glory in that moment because I said, Lord, it was only you you know, that told me to do that. And then for him to come over and he said, you know, I'm so glad you're here. I just didn't know what I was going to do. Um, But he was so happy that he didn't have to um, give into the pressure of what the activity was. So I was grateful that the Lord used me in that moment. I love it. That (laughs) is just a beautiful testimony that I'm sure you will uh, take with you forever. I know I'll never forget it. So (laughs) thank you for sharing that. Let me ask you, we're going to pivot. I'm going to ask you a question about your company, about your brand, Constant Communicators. What makes you and your brand unique? Because um, the brand is really about helping people communicate, whether it's um, their writing or it's, you know, something that they want to say to their audience. And so what I try to do is bring um, a unique, valuable perspective to the brand um, by working with my clients and giving them that little boost that they need of confidence to go forward and actually communicate. And really what I love the most about what I get to do is is bring value to my clients. And so at the beginning of the um, podcast, you talked about me being a Lean Six Sigma expert greenbelt and some of those ideologies that are in um, Six Sigma that make our work more efficient mm-hmm. is what I try to bring to my clients to help their communications projects more efficient. And so when I come in and I, I start working with them, yes, I'm, I'm very happy to help them, you know, write um, better content or um, deliver a presentation or a speech to their audience. Um, But if they have regular communications that they do, that they have to keep track of, I love finding more efficient ways for them to actually manage their their communications workload so they can get more out of their their business. Wow. And you know what? That is so needed. Sometimes we have the great idea, we have the great uh, business acumen, and we've got it all together. But... um, if we don't have the communications together, it makes a big difference. I know um, that that's something that um, I struggled with in the beginning um, of my um, entrepreneurial uh, career. And so it is an intentional thing. It's something that has to be taught and studied and implemented um, all the time. And if it doesn't come natural, (laughs) as it doesn't for some of us, (laughs) You know, it is a work. (laughs) So I I love that how you help, um, you know, your clients to um, get the better content and deliver the the speeches, pardon me, and just the constant uh, communications that that's going on in Mm -hmm. their uh, business lives. And so um, I I absolutely love that. Um, In business, can you tell me what was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? 
Um, well, one of my uh, failures, as you can imagine, I've had a, a few, um, but one of my um, issues that I had is that I was responsible, uh, I was the project lead on a global um, teleconference where the president was in London and the employees were all over the world. And it was my responsibility to um, not only coordinate all of the messages um, that the person would deliver, but also gather together all the resources like IT and um, the connection support and all of that and get it all together. So I did get it all together, but on the day that we did the global employee call, the technology wasn't working properly. And so um, even though I don't own any Wi-Fi, <laughs> I was the project manager. So really it, it fell on me mm -hmm. and it, it looked as if it was, um, you know, my fault basically that this wasn't working. And so I, I, oof, that day I was like, oh, I just wanted to go and lay down because I want these, you know, these things to work according to plan. Um, but you know, to answer your, your question, um, just because that didn't work that day does not mean that that's the place that God wanted me to stay. And so um, it's very easy for us when we have a failure to say, oh, I'm not good at technology or I'm not good at Zoom calls or I'm not good at doing that. But I just refuse to accept that that was going to be a part of my um, history that I didn't know how to do those things. And so I will say that um, last year at the start of the pandemic, um, God gave me another opportunity and our church needed to live stream um, on Facebook, you know, to let everybody see the word on Sunday morning. And he decided, the Lord decided to actually use me for that. Now, Natasha did not know what I was doing, but I went, oh, <laughs> I, I read, I read uh, books, I went and got a tutorial, I went and got a YouTube video, <laughs> and I already had the technology on my computer because I was going to use it for my business, um, but I um, started to use it for the church, and we were able to broadcast um, our Sunday morning service. Wow. And I could not believe that the Lord used me that way. And I have been doing that um, ever since the start of the pandemic. So March 2020 until now, <laughs> I've been helping the church <laughs> broadcast live, you know, through Facebook. And I have to, every single time I do it, I have to give God the glory because it's only him yes. <laughs> that, yes. that people are able to see this live broadcast. Oh so my goodness. I, my lesson that I learned is that just because it didn't work the first time does not mean that you should give up and never try again. That's, yes. not, uh, <laughs> that's not God's way. And so Oh my goodness, Karen, I am almost hysterical <laughs> over here because um, 
I can just, I get it. I get it. I get it on a, such a deep level. So believe it or not, um, I just written an article about this. Um, I'm an executive contributor over at Brains Magazine. And I, writ I had written an article maybe about a month ago about um, newfound expertise during the pandemic. And <laughs> when I tell you <laughs> that that was my newfound expertise, so yeah. we had to do the same thing at our church. You know, we had to pivot so that our message could yet reach the masses, even though the masses were not able to come into the building. And so mm -hmm. we had to purchase cameras and stream and, you know, just do so many things that we were not fully doing beforehand. And so... <laughs> We did like you, we read up on it, we watched an insane amount of YouTube videos, like, I almost have a little bit of PTSD, I'm trying not to go back there, okay? <laughs> but, you know, we did the videos, and believe it or not, we were able to, you know, essentially build a studio in the church oh, where we great. could do, you know, just kind of do the whole Thing. And it's something that I never, ever thought that I would um, be good at or something that I would have to do. But sometimes necessity brings about ingenuity and genius. And listen, we've got it together <laughs> and, and we are still rolling. So I am here with you. <laughs> right. And I, I will say that before the pandemic, we were coming on, you know, Facebook Live, but mm -hmm. I was sitting in the congregation. I yes. wasn't, I wasn't the one who oh, was connecting their computer to any devices. I was in the congregation, you know, just enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing, you know, the pandemic <sighs> happened, and there's only we 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 developed like an essential team of people. Mm -hmm. We told people who. Um, who had underlying health conditions or if they were older, you know, we told them that we cared about their health and that they, you know, didn't have to come. And yes. so in the end, there was only about maybe 10 or 15 of us that would actually go there on Sunday mm -hmm. um, to make sure that we would have a live broadcast. And it just happened, so happened that the Lord used me in that way to actually connect my laptop to the devices to actually get this to work. But as you say, all of those YouTube videos, I thank God for those people who made those YouTube videos <sighs> to show you how to use, um, I've been using Wirecast, so I'm okay. thankful for that. So. <laughs> yes, yes, oh my goodness. Listen, he knows how to give us just what we need to get to where we need to go. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Okay, it is so hard to believe that our time is about up. We are definitely, uh, this episode is definitely just going to have some bonus content because it is too good and too rich to just be 20 minutes. So let's just get that out the way now. We're definitely going to have some bonus content here. I think I had, um, yes, yeah, so I wanted you to discuss how to stay polished 
when dealing with career changes. Um, you know, over here at the Polished Institute, you know, we're all about empowering women with the mm -hmm. life-changing power of polish, poise, etiquette, just grace, just the whole package, mm -hmm. the, the whole deal there. So can you speak to that, how to stay polished when dealing with career changes? Absolutely. I love the message um, that you deliver, um, Natasha, in helping women to actually stay polished and poised. And I would say that in times of change, this is something that I, I tell women. I know that change sometimes can be challenging. I know that you love the way things are, but I try to get women to embrace change mm -hmm. because God's plan is in the change and that we can't get to the next chapter of our life if we don't embrace the change. So rather than being afraid of what's going to come, you know, just push, you know, the fear out the way because God didn't give us that spirit. Mm -hmm. um, we should just embrace the change and say, you know, I, I can't wait to see what the Lord has for me. And in doing that, as you always tell women to stay poised, to stay, um, you know, collected, to stay yes. calm, to be peaceful and allow, you know, the peace of the Lord to continue to, you know, abide and to actually lead you. And I, I think I shared with you a little bit um, before that when I was getting laid off at my last job, um, I, I, I shared it, you know, with, with people. And there were a couple of people and they said, Karen, are you mad? I said, no, I'm not mad. They said, well, if I were you, I would be mad. And I said, no, I don't want to be mad. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to welcome whatever God has for me. I didn't know I was going to start my own business. I did not know I was going to write a book. Um, I didn't know all those things were going to happen, but obviously God had something else for me. And so yes. I, I wanted to just embrace that. And that was part of the reason why I wrote the first book, Time to Refresh, is that I wanted to show people that even when you're going through a challenging time, you can still take time to spend time with the Lord. You can still learn from him. You can still be calm. And as you tell us all the time, we can still be poised and we can still have it all together, um, even if we don't know what direction we're going to go. Hmm. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What sound advice for, you know, for a woman who's experiencing a change? And sometimes they're... Um, and we just don't know that they're coming, you know, mm -hmm. and um, even though we weren't sure that they were coming, we, it, it shouldn't necessarily be um, unwanted change because um, we know that everything happens for a reason and that no mm -hmm. matter uh, what it is, the believer knows that it all works together for our good. And so yeah. even though it might seem painful <laughs> and it, it seems like we might experience um, a loss, we know that it's all working together for our good and that, you know, all of our needs are already supplied. And so if mm -hmm. we lean on that, you know, and yeah. know that it, it helps us to embrace the change, as you say, mm -hmm. 
and then move forward. Sometimes uh, we uh, grow our most during uh, difficulties. We grow our most during Absolutely. challenges um, because mm -hmm. we can't uh, necessarily control it. And so we almost have no choice but but to grow. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, thank God for the growth. So what yes. <laughs> uh, great information for the listening audience. Listen, Karen, can um, you let us know what you're up to um, now, if you've got anything exciting um, going on and um, just let the people know where they can find you at and link up with you. Of course, you're going to have all of the links in the um, information where you can follow her, but she's going to say uh, what that is. And then she has a surprise uh, gift for two of our, uh, two people out of the listening audience um, on today. So Karen, it is all yours. <laughs> well, um, I'm, you know, I'm busy work, working on the business, but in addition to that, I, I have started writing my third book, which is time to rejoice because Natasha, it's time to rejoice now. Yes, I and love so, it. <laughs> so, um, so I'm working on that. And um, as you say, I'm so excited that I am going to um, send copies of my book for not only your listeners, but also for you, Miss Natasha. Yeah, um, but I'm you. gonna <laughs> I'm gonna send copies um, of my latest book, Time to Reset, um, for you and your listening audience. And I just want to say um, I appreciate you so much, and I am so grateful that you allowed me to come on your show and that we were able to meet. So thank you so much. And, and people can actually visit me at my website, um, www.karenbrowntyson.com. Um, you can also go to www.constantcommunicators.com. Um, it's the same website, but two different addresses, but just stop by and let me know that you um, saw me on today's podcast. Oh, that is awesome. Karen, it has been an absolute delight to have you on the Polish Perspective uh, podcast today. And I cannot wait to get my hands on that book. And we are going <laughs> to be patiently awaiting um, the completion of your third work because we certainly want to uh, support that too. So I'm going to let you all know um, once that one hits the shelves, we're going to circle back around and um, I'll be sure to send out the information information. Uh, Karen, again, thank you. You have been an absolute delight on today, and I look forward to maybe linking up again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>